This is the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I got Morgan Kling on the line. Morgan, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am awesome. You are the creator and chief executive officer of Clout HQ. So what does that organization do? And you know, why did you launch the business? Yeah, so Cloud HQ is uh, basically an influencer platform that is built to make it easier for brands to find and connect with the people that are um, leading in the, uh, the thought leadership area of uh, whatever the interest category of people who are buying their products are. Um, so for example, like uh, shoe brands might want to reach out to people who are like real sneakerheads on Instagram. Um, Cloud HQ is basically an easy way that they can uh, punch in those interests to the platform, find the people that are leading the, uh, the new trends in that industry, and then easily connect with them and start a conversation about how potentially they could collaborate with them to promote the brand um, and just find an, uh, a natural way to have a working relationship together so um, both sides of the party can um, leave with something more than maybe they came with in the beginning. And that's crucial, I think, because especially in the online space, and I want to talk about you know launching an online business and what that's like and you know some of the lessons uh, that you've learned in it, it's crucial. But when it comes to you know branding and and in really getting your message out there, you know, there's so many organizations that are out there that are, you know, trying to discover their brand. And then, you know, they, they do come up with something that they feel, okay, this is a good brand. It, it, it resonates with, you know, the creator and, and they, they feel that, you know, the consumer will, will buy into it and all of that. But, you know, getting that, uh, you know, influencer component to it and getting, you know, people to actually see it in the sea of everything that we have access to um, is, is a huge challenge for many, many people. Definitely. Yeah, I think a lot of people get really excited about um, their business idea or whatever services that they're offering to um, a new industry. And oftentimes people can just find themselves, they find it tiring to have to go out and tell everybody how amazing their platform is or how amazing their new business is. Um, so just being able to find other people who have already built a, a foundation of credibility and trust with an audience uh, just makes it so much easier to share a message and to share a, um, an idea around um, how to, uh, you know, better clean your sneakers uh, when, I don't know, you walk through a mud puddle or something like that. Like there's so many different areas where people are looking for solutions. Um, and because everybody is being inundated with information from 90 million blogs on the internet and uh, everybody has an opinion about something. So um, being able to really quickly connect with the people that are most trusted in the industry uh, has been something that um, I've found really valuable for my businesses. And then uh, some of the clients that I've worked with uh, are also finding that very valuable just to be able to connect with those people and uh, collaborate. It's crucial because a, when you can connect with somebody, like you said, that has already kind of blazed the path a little bit, it allows you to, you know, take the right steps to get your business to grow to where you want it to grow. You know, and anybody that listens to my show knows that I am not a fan of shortcuts because oftentimes you end up missing steps and then you have to go back and correct them or it minimizes, you know, the impact that your product or service has because you didn't do everything it needed be done in order for it to to truly do what it needed to do so you know, connecting with influencers and those that have uh have gone the path before you and, and you know learned from you know some mistakes that they made uh is is crucial in in 
basically expediting, you know, the, the potential success of your own business and platform. Yeah. I mean, all these influencers have already spent the time to cultivate relationships. So I see kind of like buying time back for um, not necessarily like a shortcut, but um, just connecting with the people that have already um, established themselves as somebody that um, an audience can trust for whatever topic it might be. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. So uh, launching a business, obviously you launched this organization and you've, you've, you know, done a, a ton of work in, in that space. And what are some of the lessons that you've learned along the way in, in launching an online business? And I'm really interested in, in, in hearing, you know, how you were able to do it and still, you know, enjoy the, the fruits of your labor and, and, and go out and do things and, and live your life away from a keyboard. Definitely. Yeah. So when I first started, um, I did not know the, um, the ability that would be brought to me if I was able to automate certain processes or just streamline certain things using um, either softwares or other people's services or outsourcing to freelancers. Um, I, when I first built my first um, agency, it was really quickly up to um, me to basically manage all of the day-to-day -day functions and working with clients, managing relationships, working with influencers, booking posts. Um, it was a lot of uh, data entry. It was a lot of manual work of just um, keeping things organized and keeping track of certain things. Um, and for the first three months, I was able to do that, but um, it was basically me working 12 hours a day. Um, I worked like 120 days uh, straight with no days off, just constantly trying to manage these different clients that I was working with. Um, and then finally, I, I connected with a software developer, and uh, he had mentioned to me like, hey, I think a lot of this stuff could be automated. Uh, if you'd like me to build a software for you to do this, I think you could really uh, double your productivity pretty quickly. Um, and so I took his advice and I ended up hiring that person to build an internal software for the agency that I was managing. And um, that was the single most uh, effective thing that I found so far to um, increase my productivity and allow me to kind of step back um, rather than working on the uh, nuts and bolts of the business and trying to do everything on a day-to-day -day basis. I was able to kind of step back and see the entire vision, um, which for me has been um, probably the most important thing that I found is so that I can kind of steer the ship in the right direction rather than just um, doing the uh, daily repetitive tasks. And I'm a big fan of automating things and streamlining things. I, I, I've got a certification in lean that was in, you know, the healthcare space, but you know, something that uh, Deming, you know, created when he and General MacArthur went uh, to Japan after World War II and, and helped Toyota um, rebuild uh, their infrastructure and you know the, they followed that you know just-in-time inventory and and how to you know really do things efficiently uh, where there's you know not a lot of waste and 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 automate things as best as, as you can because when you do that and you have tools that will do a lot of the mechanisms for you um, it allows you to focus your time and energy on the things that only you can do so as a business owner, you are creating something, whether it's a product or a service, and you're the visionary behind it. You're the one that is you know, creating this product or service to you know, create an impact on society. And if there are things that you can automate so you can focus more of your attention on the actual product and service and not be bogged down with you know, funnels or automatic responses or email management or CRM management or anything like that, uh, it, it makes such a huge, huge difference because again, it frees up your time to, to focus on the creativity and you know, more importantly, 
you know, gives you those times where you can get your nights and weekends back because many solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, you know, they're bootstrapping things, you know, they're working their day job still and they're working at night and weekends on their own business. And at the end of it, they, they finally reach success and then they're, they're too tired to actually enjoy, you know, what their business is doing or, it grew to such a scale where it's unmanageable and they're like, oh, how in the world am I going to be able to do this? So they, I, I like to joke, they traded their nine to five to the nine to midnight job. And, and it's, and it, I, I say that tongue in cheek because I know for a lot of people, that's exactly what they ended up doing. And they're going, Whoa, wait a minute. This is not what I had in mind. And by automating some things, they could have alleviated a lot of those pain points. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I always tell people that you're only one automation away from doubling your productivity. Um, and I think in a day and age where the majority of businesses are being created online, um, it's so important that if at, at minimum, uh, it doesn't mean you have to go out and learn how to create a software by yourself, or it doesn't mean you need to go out and learn how to um, develop something uh, completely on your own. Just oftentimes being able to quickly learn the lingo of how developers like to talk or how, um, how to quickly scope out a software, whether it's a good fit for exactly what you're looking for. Um, I think that's su such an important um, a skill set to have is just quickly being able to see if something's a good opportunity for you or not. And then when you do realize just jumping on it as quickly as possible. Uh, and then also on the back end, because there are a lot of softwares that uh, promise one thing and then the thing you get when you sign up for it and you pay the annual fee is completely different than what you thought in, in the first place. Um, also quickly being able to see that maybe this isn't what I thought it was and maybe I should go in a different direction. Uh, it's just such an important skill because um, the automations that do work, they work really, really well. Um, and it's, if you can, put together a group of those softwares and automations to um, just streamline daily activities. Like it really takes a lot of the work off so you can um, work on more of like the CEO type roles rather than the, uh, like the day-to-day -day operations. And, and with that, it, it, again, it, there are so many things and I know you will share some stories on, on some tools that you've used that help um, you do your automation and, and, and streamline things. But when I launched my organization, you know, there were so many things that I was doing manually, you know, from email management to CRM, to follow-ups, to um, responses, to scheduling of podcast interviews, all of these things were, I was doing myself and it got to the point and, you know, podcast editing, you name it, everything I was doing myself. And I was realizing, okay, you know, figure out how much I would charge a client, you know, per hour of work, you know, so what, you know, what's my hourly rate if I, you know, I broke it down that way. So I knew what that number was. And then I'd ask myself, okay, would I pay that amount per hour to do, you know, for somebody to do what I'm doing right now? And, you know, of course the answer was no. So I said, okay, then I need to fire myself and, offload this to something else or find a tool or technique that can help me, you know, cut this time down tremendously so I can focus on the things that only I can do. And when I started doing that, it was amazing how much productivity I gained and how much further along things grew uh, when I automated things. Definitely. I, uh, I see where you're coming from with that. It's uh, been one of the biggest values in my business as well is just being willing to adopt a new software, a new automation, or just really like taking a step back for a second, like really being uh, brutally honest 
test with yourself of um, would I pay somebody else to do this? Like, is this actually worth the time that I feel I could, um, like the value I could contribute in other areas of people? And I think um, for me, at least, that's been a, a huge inflection point where um, I've, like, any time that I can uh, pinpoint like a measurable growth in either professional life or business or um, new subscribers or revenue or anything like that, it always comes down to one moment where I was just brutally honest with myself about, uh, is this something that I, sh I should be working on myself? Or is it something that I can either outsource or automate um, using either somebody else's platform or that I can have somebody build um, specifically for the case that I need it for? So I'm curious, what, you know, what are some of your favorite tools that you've used um, to help automate you know, the work that you do? Yeah, so it all started with Google Sheets, actually. Um, when I was managing a lot of data entry stuff, starting to play around with different formulas that Google Sheets has and how it can integrate with different um, websites if you're you know, if you're trying to pull the same exact data every day from one website, um, figuring out how to create a formula in there that could pull in all that data automatically and then uh, manipulate it to get to the point where you actually have a, a measurable KPI that uh, means something to you. That was the first thing that um, I started playing around with is just um, looking into there and seeing what the full capabilities were. Um, after that, it really came down to just searching the internet and asking friends like what they were using for different um, repetitive tasks that they have, like scheduling meetings. Like I love using Calendly for that. Um, just sending a link to somebody like, hey, I know we're in, uh, on completely different sides of the planet, but uh, here's a link to my calendar and it takes into account the time difference so we don't have to exchange five emails back and forth to figure it out. Um, other softwares that I love to use is um, email uh, or autoresponders uh, for my emails. So if somebody reaches out to me and like they have a question that comes in pretty often, being able to put that in the right place so I can prioritize it uh, throughout my week. So rather than having to respond to everybody on the same time every week or every morning when I wake up to, and uh, check my emails, being able to categorize those and put those in specific buckets so uh, that I know on Thursday, if I'm gonna be replying to people who have questions about uh, a certain topic, then I can knock all of those out at the same time. And then uh, really just bunching all of those tasks together so I can knock things out uh, one after another so I can get into a really good rhythm and uh, be more efficient that way. Um, but when it comes to like softwares that I've really enjoyed using in the past, and I still use today. Um, Calendly is uh, probably the one I use most frequently using Trello so that I can communicate with the team and just keep everybody up to date on where things are at in my mind. Um, that's been a really big help so that I don't have to have a continuous, uh, a continuous like stand up meeting with my team. Um, just being able to outline the thoughts and um, there's really no limit to how much you can type in there and you can really articulate uh, a really large uh, vision for the future or a really large um, thought when it comes to a certain topic. Um, so mostly just using things that are collaborative. Uh, Trello is a good one. Slack, I love using Slack. Um, Calendly, uh, Active Campaign has been a good one for me, just reaching out to people who have subscribed to my newsletter or something like that. Um, so yeah, yeah, those would probably be the ones that I uh, frequent the most. Yeah, those are all great tools and I've used, you know, many of them. And yeah, Calendly is definitely one. And, and the Google and Google Sheets and even Google Forms on things um, helps you know, really you know, narrow down you know some of the things and get you the information you need. Whether it's a you know a survey or uh, even you know tying it into you know an email management system because I know a lot of organizations, especially if they're just starting off, you know you, you know this. You know, when you launch a business, you know there's a lot of investment up front with you know the tools to automate some things, and there there are some that are uh, top notch and you know they they cost uh, quite a bit of money and there are some that are quite affordable that do 
uh, great things again to to get you back your time and your effort. You know, I've found that you know the Google platform for sure. You know, when it comes to you know forms or things like that, can flush things out, and then you tie it into a a decent CRM system. I know a lot of people use HubSpot, and and a good chunk of that stuff is is free. Uh, and of course, they've got other bells and whistles as well. Uh, but again, it's one of those things where you know, figure out what system works best for you. And, and I love how you went about it. You, you asked people. And one thing that I've discovered over the last few years, you know, since launching my business is how helpful and willing people are to share what works for them. And you, you can put it in a forum or, you know, on Twitter or uh, social media or, you know, amongst colleagues and you say, okay, who, you know, I'm struggling with this or who is everybody using for this? And you'll get, you know, 15, 20 different products. And yes, that can be overwhelming, but it's thankful for me. I'm thankful that they all exist because certain products work better for other people than they do for, you know, for myself. And there's some things that I love that I know a lot of people like, no, I can't stand using that product because it it doesn't do this or this for me. But it's, again, it's, you know, figuring out what works for you. And, And by implementing those things, again, you free up your time to be able to do other things such as client work or go on vacation or who knows, you know, the, the sky's the limit when it comes to uh, using these tools and techniques. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, with all of these um, new internet businesses popping up, like we're seeing a complete influx of different types of business models in different spaces. Like everybody has their idea of what the best innovation is going to be for, uh, you know, XYZ industry. Um, and one of one of the things that I have really appreciated that um, the internet has made available to pretty much anybody at this point is uh, communities popping up online, like Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, um, just being able to join these communities where everybody consistently talks about a, a common topic uh, and then asking questions of those people like, hey, what would you guys recommend for me to uh, solve these three problems? And then oftentimes people will just expand. Like um, I've seen comments on posts where somebody will ask a question that's three sentences long and you'll see paragraphs of people writing back in of like, hey, I was in the exact same position that you were in, um, and here's what I did to solve it. Like, I mean, some of these paragraphs must take like an hour to actually write the whole thing, but people are so willing to share information about what's worked for them. Like, people are very generous, and oftentimes they're excited because they feel like they've discovered something that's um, like a a pot of gold that uh, anybody else can use to um, really streamline their business as well. Um, And I think, yeah, that, and uh, in, in addition to just becoming like a Google Power user, and knowing how to really search the internet for things really quickly. Uh, those two things combined, I think, has opened up a, uh, a free range for people to really quickly find resources and just um, implement the things that are going to be most helpful for them. You know, something as simple as keyboard shortcuts on your smartphone. You know, that's something that, uh, you know, I, you know, started using and, you know, first with, you know, my you know, with my partner and and then with my kids as well, you know, there's certain things where I, you know, frequently will ask them a question or I'll frequently make a comment or something like that. And if you you create that shortcut, it's, you know, two or three keystrokes instead of, you know, writing an entire sentence. But I agree, Um, you know, in those forums, you you ask a question and you get paragraphs and paragraphs of of guidance and help. It's, you know, almost like it's a built-in mastermind on a specific topic and there's no shortage of of information it's just you know figuring out okay what are you struggling with and 
even if you don't know what you're struggling with, but you know, you're struggling with something just, you know, go out there and, you know, and, and be you know bold and, and ask the question because um, one of the things I've noticed, especially in the, you know, surgeons of you know, online businesses and, you know, people launching their own businesses and the gig economy and all these other things that are, are percolating and, and, and creativity is flowing like never before is everyone wants everyone to succeed. Um, yeah, is there competition in the world? Of course. But I, one of the things that I've enjoyed about being in this space is everyone wants everyone to succeed and everyone realizes that everybody says, you know, back in the day, they'd say, you know, I want to make sure I get my slice of the pie. Well, the pie is so huge that everyone can get the biggest pie that they could ever want. And there's still plenty of pie to go around. It's that's, that's what's so wild about this is, uh, you know, there's 7.5 billion people on the planet. Uh, you're not going to be able to serve them all. So, you know, find, find your niche, find who your tribe is and figure out the best way possible to serve them. And if you serve them really, really well, everything will take care of itself and you will thrive as a business owner and you'll be able to create some great things that's going to impact society both now and in the future. Yeah, that's exactly right. So after you launched your business and everything's growing and all that stuff, what, what surprised you and what were some things that kind of shocked you um, as you launched the business and, you know, figuring out, you know, the automation tools and all that. I know you alluded to, you know, on how helpful everybody is, but you know, what else? Was there something else that kind of took you by surprise uh, as you were you know, growing your business? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think one of the um, biggest surprises that I found that people were trying to pound into my head the entire time I was creating uh, my first business and just starting to grow and learning the ropes of what it meant to actually service clients and uh, manage your business and all of the things that come along with that is uh, the clarity of thinking that, um, comes from just spending time doing nothing and just like staring at the sky or hanging out outside or just really relaxing and just um, going into a mode of just free thought um, has been a really huge, uh, valuable thing that I've started implementing into my daily life. And um, I mean, there's not a day that goes by that I don't spend at least half an hour just kind of sitting around doing nothing, staring at the wall, thinking to myself, um, uh, going over conversations that I may have had in the past that um, I may have missed something that they had said or just uh, really going back and thinking about um, my progress so far and kind of what that means where I'm currently sitting at and what that means for the future. Um, just free thought to think and expand on, on your ideas and to um, really explore where your mind can take you. I think uh, a lot of people forget that the most important resource that you have is your brain. And if you don't give it time to really um, go through the the process of thinking about things and being creative, you're really limiting yourself on uh, what types of ideas you'll be able to come out with in the future. Uh, and just like having epiphanies about um, how you could just slightly tweak one component of your business and it would unlock a completely new um, market of customers or um, really anything. There's so many different possibilities that uh, usually people are just one step away. And I see that, uh, and definitely in myself, I, I used to do it very often was I thought uh, if I worked 12 hours a day, seven days a week, then I must be as productive as, as I could possibly be. Whereas oftentimes, if I would just take like two days to kind of relax and take it easy and um, really think and reflect about um, what I'm doing and where I'm spending my time, oftentimes like an idea will come to mind where if I just make this one change, I could uh, circumvent the next three weeks worth of work um, and be that much further ahead. And then it becomes like a, it's like a game where 
where you can start buying time by coming up with creative ideas and creative ways to get around, um, not necessarily the shortcuts of the business, but uh, finding ways to get around what you would have to do, uh, what you're inevitably going to have to do, and finding better ways to do that that don't necessarily rely on you um, exerting your energy to, to think about or to sit at your computer at uh, 2 o'clock in the morning to type out something or um, just really spending time and reflecting and, and letting your brain work for you so that um, you can just take full advantage of the most valuable resource that everybody's given. Yeah, it's, you know, time is such a, a fleeting thing. And even with how fast this particular year is going, I'm, I'm amazed as, you know, how much faster time's going. And when that happens, you, you want to spend your time on, on things that are actually, you know, being productive, not saying responding to a, a client isn't productive, but if there are mechanisms and you know, I was going to say this before, uh, I, I think it's awesome that you batch your work based on the types of work that you want to do. You know, have a theme for your days. That's something that I do. And it took me a while to figure that out, but I, I realized that, you know, certain times and, uh, and certain days work better for me when I'm working on a particular task or a situation. So that way I know in my head, it's like, okay, Tuesdays for me are tend to be follow-up days because sometimes Mondays, everybody's coming back from the weekend and, you know, they're not necessarily, you know, fully engaged or, you know, they're still kind of, you know, easing back into things. So I, I tend to find that I have more success doing follow-up calls and, and meetings and things like that on, on Tuesdays and, and Thursdays tend to be my day where I, I record podcast episodes and then uh, Mondays and Fridays I try to keep as open as possible for any type of opportunities, last minute things because, you know, sometimes things come up and you go, okay, well, let's, let's do that. So that way you know that, you know, I've got some slack to be able to to do some things in those days. And if I don't have anything on there, then, you know, all of a sudden I've got, you know, creativity time and I go, okay, what, what can I do to uh, improve things? And I, I think that's one of the things that resonates with, with the work that you're doing is you, you seem to constantly be looking for, okay, what else is out there? Is there something that could do this better than what I have right now? Because uh, otherwise, you know, as we know, there's certain tools and things that people have used in the past. And unfortunately those organizations you know, don't survive. And all of a sudden you're going, Hmm, okay, I can't use that anymore. Now what am I going to do? And that's always something you have to be on the lookout for, especially in this space. Definitely. And I think one of the main things that stops people from actually pursuing, um, following different procedures or implementing different systems in their business is like, they're not quite sure how to formulate the, um, the idea to somebody that can actually then go out and build it. Um, and I guess what I would say to people that are struggling with uh, just exploring new opportunities or new resources that they could use is the, uh, the, the single best natural resource that's at everybody's disposal for um, just being better at what you do on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, quarterly basis, whatever it might be, is just finding opportunities to build a habit around something. Um, and like you said, uh, checking your emails on the same day each week or doing the same process every day, um, uh, one day a month or something like that. Like Once you can start building a routine around things, like it just becomes easy because you don't have to think about it. Your brain just does it for you. And then before you know it, you're halfway through that project that you dread um, doing every week and like it's already halfway done. And as soon as you can start building a routine around something, uh, 
um, things just get easier. And I see that as like the natural automation that humans in general have been given uh, is being able to um, just use your brain and find out where the levers that control um, the, uh, the effort to do things comes from and uh, finding ways to not procrastinate on things by uh, leveraging the, uh, I don't know, like the mind tricks that have been um, afforded to everybody. And, and with that, it's, it's, it, it just, it's amazing. You know, it, you, you almost train your brain in a way, um, especially when you start getting into the habit of uh, looking for ways to do what you do better um, that you, you're, you're putting, you're putting that out there and you're thinking about, you're looking for it. And I use the analogy and I actually did this the other day in a, a blog post where uh, I, I was, you know, looking at, you know, different vehicles and whatnot. And you're like, okay, you know, this is a vehicle I'd like, you know, I don't see too many of them around. And next thing you know, that's all I'm seeing on the road is that particular vehicle. Like I have, I've seen like two in six months and now I've seen like 10 in the last three days. And so it's, it's one of those things once you start, you know, training your, your focus on what you're looking for as far as a tool or, or a better way to do something you're becoming more aware of what's out there and it, it really makes a huge difference in, in, in being able to find those efficiencies in life. So again, you can get back, you know, that time um, to do things that you really, really enjoy doing. Not that, you know, working on your business and, and doing things and helping customers out isn't something you find uh, fulfillment out of, but you know, there's, there's a time for work and there's a time for play. And if we can maximize on, on the play time, uh, it just makes our lives even more rich. Absolutely. So where can people find out more about you and the awesome work that you're doing? Yeah. So my platform's uh, website is cloudhq.com. Um, and then I have a consulting agency that is uh, at marketboost.biz. And those are basically my two companies that I'm focused on right now. CloudHQ is the platform for finding the influencers and then consulting, just um, generally finding opportunities that brands can um, uh, work with influencers in an effective way for them and uh, promote the overall vision that they have for their business. Those are the two main areas that I'm focused on right now. And I'll definitely have those uh, information or those links in the show notes. And that's some awesome work that you're doing for, for people to really help them, you know, take their businesses to a, a different level for sure. So Morgan, thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate you and all the awesome work you're doing. Thank you, Michael. It's great being here. Likewise. Hey, it's Michael again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're like many people, you're dealing with some significant stress and possibly approaching burnout. I know how you feel. In 2009, my burnout led to a year of worst case scenarios. I do not want that to happen to you. If you go to breakfastleadership.com, you can register for a free webinar on burnout prevention, as well as get as a free checklist to have successful mornings. Start off each day the right way. Again, that's at breakfastleadership.com. Also, since you are a loyal podcast listener, I'm asking you to like, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes. I look at all the reviews and appreciate your comments, and it helps other potential listeners discover the content I have on the show. I appreciate you, and thanks again for listening.